This is session seven, I think our last session, on Colossians 3, 5 to 10. And we're going to focus on verses 9 and 10 and the beautiful reality that the new person in Christ is a person of truth. The huge role that truth has to play in the Christian life. Put to death, therefore, the members of your body that are on the earth, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. So there's the first set of things to put to death. We're going to refer to these as practices down here of the old self. On account of these things, these, the wrath of God is coming. In these, you too once walked when you were living in them. But now, put all such things, all such things away. And here's the second set of five things to put away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk. So, these you put to death, and in a similar way, these you put away. Put them away. And now he shifts gears from sexual kinds of things and anger and its effects to falsehood and truth. He says, do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self. So reason number one not to lie, one, you have put off the old self with its practices. And two, you have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge, in knowledge after the image of its creator. So, Father, as we try to understand the place of truth in the Christian life and being people of integrity and truth, grant that the effectiveness of this word would take root in our lives and that we would put away all falsehood, all deceit, all failures of integrity. Oh, make us radically truthful people, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So put off the old self. It's like a garment. You put it off and you put on the new self so that there is a new self and there's an old you, an old you and a new you. And in conversion, and as we saw back in 2.11, in baptism, by faith, you were buried and you came to life. This is a de facto reality. You don't make this happen. It happens to you. And then you put it off and put it on. You become what you are. And the old self is marked by practices. And I take these practices here to be first, this list, and second, this list. These are the practices of the old self. Only now, he's saying, don't lie. And it would be good to ask how lying relates to sexual immorality and all of its passions, and how lying relates to anger and all of its fruitfulness. And I, I think one answer is that lying is driven by the fact that something other than the truth is our touchstone, our God. 
the central reality of our lives. So what would that be? And I would say the answer here is you, your body, the members of your body are screaming at you. I will have sexual satisfaction. I'll get it any impure way I want. It is very strong in me. I don't care if it's evil. I want satisfaction. So you don't, you're not governed by truth when you're screaming like that. You're governed by you and your impulses and your bodily passions. It's a way of lying. So lies are driven by alternatives to truth, and alternatives to truth are us in our immoral cravings. Same thing here. Why does anger and wrath produce slander, that is, false statements about people, not lying about people? Because we are so ticked that we didn't get our way, that we're not governed by truth, we're governed by ourselves. This is you again, me. So the, the big issue here in these practices is that they're all driven by an alternative to truth. We're not governed by truth when we're governed by sexual desires or when we're governed by anger. And Paul says, that's not who you are. You put that old self off. You were like that. That is the essence of the flesh, according to Romans 8, 7. It is insubordinate to God. It will exalt itself. Thank you very much. I will make my own truth. I will make my own identity. I will not be dictated to by God or anybody else. That's the essence of the old self. And he says, put that off because it produces all kinds of practices that are out of step with Christ. Don't lie to each other. Be people of radical truthfulness. And positively, you have put on the new self. Now, what marks the new self? Well, what marks the new self is that it is being renewed in knowledge, which means the new self, the new you, the new believing, trusting Christian you, loves truth. That's why it's being renewed in knowledge. This is knowledge of truth, not knowledge of error. That wouldn't even be knowledge. Knowledge of truth, what renews the new self, what the new self loves to hold on to, loves to seek, loves to grow into, is truth. Or here's the way he says it, after the image it's being renewed after the image of its creator. Here's the new, let's use a new color. Here's a new touchstone of truth. God. There's the huge, huge difference. When we are converted, our whole inner being, this new new self, our whole inner being is consumed with knowing and being conformed to the image of our creator, the creator of our new self, the creator of our original being at the beginning of, the, the, uh, of our lives and in history, at the beginning of history. That's our new touchstone. 
of truth. And let me just point to why this is so crucial for Paul in Colossians. He said back at the beginning in chapter 1, of this hope you have heard before in the word of truth, the gospel. He sums up the gospel as the word of truth. The gospel is not indifferent to the truth. It is the truth which has come to you, as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and increasing, as it also does among you since the day you heard of it and knew you knew the grace of God in truth. You knew truth when you heard the gospel. So it's crucial because right at the heart of the Christian message is the word of truth, the gospel. Then he prays just a few verses later in chapter 1. We have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. That's his prayer, knowledge of God for wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of his will. The Christian life is built on truth. And let me jump over to end and close with Second Thessalonians 2. This is such a powerful, powerful passage about the end times and the place of truth in the Christian life. The coming of the lawless one, so the man of lawlessness at the end of the age, the uh, Antichrist, the beast, the coming of the lawless one is by the activity of Satan, the great deceiver, with all power and lying signs and wonders. So Satan at his heart is a liar. He can do signs and wonders, but they tell lies. And with all wicked deception for those who are perishing because they did not welcome a love of the truth in order to be saved. So Paul identifies a failure to want, even want to love the truth. Not just to mention to love the truth, but even to want to love the truth. They did not welcome a love for the truth and so they weren't saved. That's how crucial it is to be a lover of the truth. Therefore, God sends them a strong delusion so that they may believe what is false in order that they may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And let me just end by making this amazing connection. What's the alternative to believing the truth here? He could have said they did not believe the truth, but they believed falsehood, or they had pleasure in falsehood. He said they didn't believe the truth, they didn't love the truth, rather they loved and had pleasure in unrighteousness, which brings us back here to the connection between don't lie to each other, get rid of that old lying self with its practices like immorality, like anger. Oh, how close the connection to being a person who doesn't tell the truth and being a person who gives way to immorality and anger with all of its deceptive consequences. The new person is being renewed in knowledge, conformed to the image of the Creator who is the new touchstone of truth. It isn't us anymore. We are not the center of the world. We are not the litmus paper of what's 
true, we conform now to the word of truth, the gospel from our Creator.